All right, hello, welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging and Friends. We are here playing Fragged Empire tonight, continuing our Infinite Spaces campaign. And uh, Jeremy still hasn't apologized, so Jeremy is still not in the game. And also, <laughs> we've made it, uh, I decided to just make it a rule, like since they're searching for Jeremy's character, if they don't find Jeremy's character tonight, Jeremy doesn't come in the game next time. That's just how it is. That's how it is. I can say all these things. Because I know Jeremy's going to watch this video and he's going <laughs> to make a little comment. He does it's that. so fun if he doesn't be heard. Yep. So it's good times. Uh, all right. So we are, this is episode, this is session two. We did a session zero. We made some character stuff like that. Session one. Under, uh, we got to kind of, kind of looked around a little bit. Miss Ms. Pasha one. Uh, but this time around, we're actually going to go out and do stuff uh, in a, in a fungal jungle, uh, which is very fun to say. So, uh, but before we do that, why don't we go ahead and just say hi to everybody who will be playing that kind of stuff. Just tell us who you are, what you're playing, that kind of stuff. And, uh, we'll continue on. So, so Joe, uh, your character, as we said before going live is going to be dead within the first like five minutes of yeah. play. So <laughs> go ahead like and describe him for the last time. Yeah. Uh, I'm Joe playing Zatek, the Zao, uh, Chrome variant. So they're kind of like, they look like a robot they're just a little group a goo creature that's like assembled all these metals around them that little spork yeah, mask that's mm -hmm. good. good you got like the predator dreads too yeah with like yeah. i love that yeah uh yeah. very cool we're, yep. we were joking that my character is basically c3po cosplaying as predator <laughs> wearing a spork mask so it's so perfect awesome. so perfect uh not as um combat inclined as predator is that is that fair to say yeah no nowhere near yeah. as combat inclined just in aesthetics that's why it's are cosplay any, are any of you combat inclined i know jeremy's character is are any just of jeremy. you yeah combat just jeremy. Inclined? that's what he's here for yeah that's what he no. will well, be he here for hopefully <laughs> yeah. if he wasn't such a prima donna yeah a diva oh, yeah yeah you know, have yes. you met his got all those skittles for his rider yet <laughs> no, I don't think so. Skittles, no, thank you. The only ones, green ones. Yeah, I'm not separating yeah, the colors. Only the green. Not ones. doing that. Uh, next up, my tray. Tell us about Maya. Hello, uh, I'm your uh, corp socialite. Um, kind of, kind of facey. She, uh, Maya Dianyu, Divine Mocha. Remember to like and subscribe. And uh, that, that's who she is. <laughs> oh god the like and subscribe stuff cracks me up they're so good we get to do so many meta jokes like for you know mm -hmm. oh, i can't wait mm -hmm. i just can't wait yeah <laughs> it's funny what does maya refer to herself as an influencer oh no no but she does introduce herself as divine mocha <laughs> you I know still remember divine yeah. mocha <laughs> still remember the first time someone referred to us as that and i just was like i'm sorry what um, no no i don't think so i'm offended <laughs> he's more of a d influencer <laughs> yeah yeah uh next up melissa tell us about jita uh yeah so jita essence is our salamander twyfar uh so she's a little bit kind of on the green tinted skin uh, variety um kind of into the sciencey kinds of things into kind of doing art with metal and wires and all kinds of things like that 
That reminds me, totally forgot to order like a little like magnetic nose ring after last. We can session. pause and I can do it the totally old fashioned way. Totally forgot to. Get a little ring from a keychain. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Got a stable or some paper clip. Just, just bam, some ice goes. cubes. Get some ice cubes. Yeah. Even. <laughs> yeah. Do this. It's for, hey, it's for the street. We're influencers. It is. Come on. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, she just won't call herself an influencer. That doesn't mean she doesn't think of herself as so. <laughs> Oh, goodness. We should also point out that you're not actually a salamander, but salamander symphony. So we don't want to confuse people out there if you're unfamiliar with the game. Oh, yes. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Both words together. Salamander symphony. <laughs> yeah. The variety of There's not enough room on the overlay for me to put symphony. <laughs> but yeah, that's how the Twyfar <laughs> kind of separate themselves uh, socially into different symphonies. And the salamander one is the one that Jita is in. Perfect. And yes, uh, chat is reminding me that when Steven played uh, someone who was green tinted, he made himself green he himself and green. I have failed. So thank you wow. for bringing up my shortcomings <laughs> and Steven is a better role player than he me. Made him, thank you. He, he made himself <laughs> green and he made Aaron very angry. Uh, so there's a, <laughs> took away his grenades. <laughs> so funny. Oh goodness. And then, uh, and then finally we've got the professional of the group man with a PhD. Dr. Yeah. Toronto. Chuck, tell us about the doc. I'm a doctor. <laughs> I well wear said. a tie. Okay. <laughs> Where is your tie, though, Chuck? Your it's right here. Uh, I was, but real Chuck fucking, like, hates ties, and I panic. You should just, like, stuff I... it in your... <laughs> yeah. Just, just tie it. Put it around your <laughs> head. Oh, yeah. There's an old ESPN oh, Sports Center commercial where Charlie Steiner is like, like everything, like the power goes out, at like the Sports Center, uh, the Sports Center studio, <laughs> and everyone freaks out. And he just, it, it like all devolves into like apocalyptic, apocalyptic territory. He just wraps a tie around his head and has people follow him to freedom. But this is just every wedding after 1230. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what For this sure. is. For sure. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Chuck, right. I really liked when it was just poked out of your shirt. That was great. There we go. I'll just keep it there. <laughs> gotta get a clip. That's wonderful. <laughs> gotta get what? I don't know where he clips it onto, but gotta get a clip on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's let's get started then. So quick summary of what happened last time. First session, first like actual story session. Uh the crew, as you see here, of the Posh Chad. That's the name of their ship. Uh, you were you'd grown kind of idle and bored during some extended downtime uh, in the corpse city of Mishpasha One, uh, which is on the uh, uh, on the planet Mishpasha. Uh, you uh, we started off with this big, grandiose, epic fight sequence that was quickly revealed to not actually be happening and instead just be Maya editing some mundane footage that she had collected to make it look like you guys were these big badasses. Uh, you received a message, though, Maya, from an in-city contact by the name of Kara uh, Mason. Kara uh, facilitates contracts for the MCM, the Mispasha Colonial Mandate, uh, and informed the crew that their Legion friend, Kill, Jeremy's character, uh, has been declared killed in action and after and failing to, to sort of complete a retrieval contract that he had taken with a different crew. What a dick. Like I said. Now... He was kind of, you've learned that he was kind of restless 
And so he took like a milk run job, or at least what he was referred to as a milk run job, but apparently failed. And the contract was now going back up for auction. Uh, you hope to kind of get some answers, rescue your friend, etc. So you headed over to the bartering house, nightclub in the city. You went into specifically a place called the auction house, which Kara was able to give Maya access to. There, you learned that there were two other Merc squads that were specifically or particularly interested in Kill's contract, uh, both of whom were very pissed that Kill was able to underbid them the first time around. Uh, one was led by a very shady Vergarshan named Reg Chara, who uh, didn't like being called Corp and uh, had some very odd Nephilim and Remnant allies. The other was uh, was another was, uh, was one by the name of Phaedra Volso, uh, an Exilia Legion uh, who was uh, rumored to have a personal beef with Kill. At least that's what you all learned. Maya in the dock tried but failed to dissuade Regshara from bidding on the contract. Zatek pretended to be suffering from a time dilation fungal spore, uh, and that sort of disrupted a lot of the bidding, got a bunch of him, himself and a bunch of Merc crews <laughs> taken away by security. And uh, Jita, you managed to hack into Kill's finances, calculated a, a pretty good possible winning bid, and you learned that he had been spending time at an ordinance arcade, presumably where he met his Milk Run crew. And eventually the contract came up for auction. You all bid. You won the bid, much to the annoyance of these other Merc crews. You gained access to a debrief packet. You learned that he was sent to um, a coastal uh, a coastal region known for having a lot of danger. And there's a couple different types of danger it might be, but just there's a lot of danger. Uh, and uh, your job now is to venture into the deep jungle, get to that coastal spot where he was headed, uh, retrieve a biological survey team and who had discovered like this, uh, this sort of reservoir apparently of, uh, of really, really awesome mushrooms. So that's, that's what we happened last time. So, uh, let's then dig into the now. So we're going to start with a little bit of a montage with Zatek as the last thing we saw is, is we're going to, we're going to, we're going to start up again in the middle of, um, in the middle of that, like that bidding sequence, we see Maya, we see Jita, we see Dr. Dr. Toronto, like doing all the things that they were doing. And we see Zatek getting pulled away and, Instead of staying in the auction house with the three of them, the camera now follows Zatek and these all the Merc crews are pushing and shoving, etc. You get like muscled off down uh, down through the, the building itself. You get kind of thrown into this little quarantine area. You get uh, put into these quarantine uh, quarantine containers. These like little bubble things are kind of rolled and they load you up onto these hover trucks. They take you through the city and like we see this you know, there's big old city skyscrapers left and right, advertisements everywhere, big signs that say, do not harm our little pink friends. You see fungus kind of growing in these little patches here and there. And eventually, Zatek, you are uh, you and, and these other Mercurs are ushered into uh, kind of this back loading dock behind a, um, a place known as Greens Cleaning and Pest Control, or just the Green Cloaks headquarters. Um, we continue the montage. As we see you all are kind of rolled through on these like these quarantine bubbles into a special uh, special little facility. We see these folks come out in these kind of high tech uniforms. You see these you see all of them are kind of covered head to toe, no exposed skin. They're carrying big old tanks on their back. They're wearing big old masses, masks that you can kind of when you hear them speak, they speak almost like Darth Vader. And we see Zatek and all these other mercs just put through a battery 
of tests, a battery, like just over and over for about 24 hours. We see this extremely rigorous, intense inspection process, scans, more scans, physical examinations, all sorts of observation. You're doused with preventative fungicides, you're doused gases, powders, uh, you're dipped in various liquids, you're given pharmacological injections, like all these types of things. And it isn't until sort of the next day where you're eventually released reluctantly when it's revealed from all of this testing that neither you nor any of these Merck crews was actually <laughs> infected with the time dilation spore. So that being said, Zatek, you were just exposed to an intense amount of fungicides and crazy treatment. And you haven't slept for 24 hours, all these types of things. I would like you to make a physical role, please, to see how well okay. you have sustained yourself throughout this process. Uh, this is going to sure. be physical role. Uh, the, uh, the, it's just a 12 is the target. Would any of these be considered stims that I was, uh, no, not really. There's, there, there, there are less yeah. stims and more, it's more fungicidal treatment. Um, okay. Yeah, it's not so much them up getting you up. Uh, uh, but yeah, roll physical. That's 3d6, right? 3d6. So, if you're, so folks who are watching this for the first time, basic roll mechanic when you're doing a skill roll, you roll 3d6s. Uh, you add bonuses that you get from a couple different places, whether you're trained, untrained, that kind of thing. Uh, and you hit a target number. In this case, he's trying to hit a 12. Uh, there are okay. ways to re-roll and stuff like that if, if, if it comes down to it. Now I'm going to burn a grit to re-roll that. Okay, so burn your grit, re-roll. Oh, no, I'm going to do one dice well, or all three dice? Uh, grit re-rolls. Uh, let me pull it back up. Uh, grit re a all. point of grit to re-roll your entire pool. And don't forget okay. that your grit so, uh, replenishes at your start. Uh, it's the entire pool. I, I don't more? think you can choose. I think okay. you just do the whole pool. Okay. I thought it was the whole pool. I thought that's what we did last time. Throw one more at it and see if I get me lucky. And just for all of us for start of session, oh, everybody okay. uh, refill grit and get a spare time point. I got a six so I can re-roll that one. Uh-huh. You can indeed. effort. There's <laughs> 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 another one. <laughs> all right, Zatek. Zatek, unfortunately... Even your Zao phys physiology was not enough to kind of, in, in, you know, inure you to the trials and tribulations that you faced over the last eh, somewhere between 18 to 24 hours or so as some combination of these different drugs, the treatment, whatever it might be, you're going to suffer uh, what's called moderate pain. Uh, so you're going to suffer a minus five to your max endurance. Uh, so you're just sort of drained. Yep. Uh, now there's a couple different ways that this could be healed, prolonged quality downtime, but you're not going to get that until after this mission to get kill. Uh, you could potentially try to use a service in the city, but that would require a spare time point and an acquisition role. You can also attempt to try to heal it at some point, but that's going to require burning in this case, a knowledge point to sort of learn how to properly treat these, uh, just to suggest that you could properly treat these types of things. And it also would be a role. So there are ways to heal it if you want, but otherwise... You're eventually released, and you see, we'll say, outside in the lobby or outside on the street, finally, that you can see Maya and Dr. Toronto and Jita 
maybe even Maya and her connections were able to get you released a little bit early, and the rest of the mercs kind of are looking at you angrily. As the rest of you see, Zatek eventually get released onto the streets of Mishpasha. Now, I'll say that you guys have had, the rest of you have had essentially the night and like the first half of the day, like the morning, early afternoon. Could have done some stuff if you wanted. So what do you think the three of you might have been doing? We don't have to play it out completely, but what do you think the three of you might have been doing during the time that Zatek was imprisoned? <laughs> Grab breakfast. Okay. So you're just getting some food. That's not a problem. There's no role necessary. Plenty of places to go. Plenty of places. There's um, a lot of... There's a lot of food here, though, that is essentially like repurposed ground fungus that is presented in a manner that looks like other types of food. They're they're pancakes. They're just not Mm -hmm. banana pancakes. Everything's just sort of ground down. There's all sorts (laughs) of fungus. This whole entire continent is built on fungus, pharmacological stuff. I love to picture it going back and forth between like... I'm just having a good time. Exactly. Having breakfast. And it goes back to me just getting sprayed with stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they hang out at the nightclub for a little while longer, like after the election. Now it's like, he's coming back, right? I don't know. You know how Zatek is. Yeah. Uh, did Gita or Maya, would you have said you have done anything in the time that we've we've been we've been away or Zatek's been away? Yeah, no, so when we were in the like the cab ride on the way over and mm-hmm. Gito was talking about like all of the different um, you know, genus and species of all of the fungus that she was seeing out the windows, there had been sort of a comment about like, oh wait, that's not supposed to be here. Um, which definitely piqued her interest. So she wants to try to kind of get some samples and try to be doing some kind of researchy stuff with some so, of this uh funguses okay. out there. So there's nothing within the walls or within the shield that is unaccounted for. It was when Zatek claimed that he was suffering from this spore was when that kind of popped up. Like the idea of like, that's not supposed to be here. There were, there's tons of spores around here, but what you see are all these signs that say, don't harm our pink friends. And there's the clusters of these pink mushrooms everywhere. And there's like this whole place called the fungal garden embassy, which is this massive park that has just a, endless cluster uh, of, uh, of pink friends, um, you would know that they are sentient, intelligent, and that they, um, they are considered corp, uh, a corp species, in fact. Um, but if you wanted to do a research role, like you can research into other things, like you can, there's plenty of there's sort of an infosphere here, kind of like a mini internet, like you can kind of dig into stuff if that's what you're looking to try to accomplish here. Uh, sure. And even just observational research, not necessarily like taking samples or cutting these things or anything. Uh, but she is studious, so she's got to do some research. So are you looking to do a, are you trying to do a research wall right now? Is that what your, your hope is? Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. I went to the wrong page. So let me walk through this for folks. And so because I am studious, I get to perform a free networking research or right. mod acquisition role per session. Normally, that uh, would require yes. you to expend a spare time point. But in this case, because of your studious ability, you can do this for free. Uh, so you just roll the, 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 the 12. So you're rolling what? So so if you're saying it's observational, uh, what skill would you think G2 mm-hmm. would be using in this case? Uh, 
That is a good question. Um, would it be biotech? I can. Like you tell me. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to yeah. split hairs, yeah. but no, that's fine. Biotech. <laughs> okay. Go for it. Uh, that is in e- 12 exactly. All right. That's all you needed. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. If you're speci- so some of the things you might glean or learn. Uh, so take your, take your knowledge point. Uh, okay. Is it a knowledge point? Yeah. It's like one research yep. unit. Excuse me. It's a, it's a research unit. It's not a knowledge point. You exchange research units. For knowledge. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. So you, there's a few things you would know. I mean, first of all, you know, like everything I just told you about the pink friends, but you also know that it's not uncommon for people to, and you see this people walking around with these little potted plants with clusters of mushrooms. And you would probably know that it's even when people kind of go off into the deep jungle, it's not uncommon for them to take, for people to take mushrooms to help guide them, to help sort of steer them away from areas where there's like this horrible fungus or or sort of this invasive fungus. Um, From what you've learned, the pink friends don't harm anyone. They've tried in the past to communicate through like scent and things. So there's kind of a, a pleasant aroma, but they don't, they don't try to necessarily harm anyone. And for a while, they people didn't realize it. So you could potentially try to get yourselves your own little potted plant, potted cluster of, of mushroom transla- you know, for, for translation to kind of help you. Um, in terms of the dilation spore, the Zatek, like if you want to look into that, that has happened before. Uh, and usually what ends up occurring is it's sort of like this dilation effect where it eventually results in a paralysis. Uh, where a person moves more slowly and more slowly and more slowly until the point where they they move effectively. Uh, they're, they're effectively in a paralytic state, but in reality, they're moving at these like infinitesimally small amounts of distance. And unless treated, that is how they live out the rest of their life. Uh, and so you can, and, and it's also highly contagious. Yikes. Okay. I would say that especially kind of being a Twyfar and this whole like having this other being that you're figuring out how to communicate with uh, would be super intriguing to Jita. Okay. So you are probably then directed uh, to the fungal garden assembly. Uh, there, I would say you would know that there is a, uh, there like the, the primary cluster in the city is, has an, has actually has a name goes by Avalon. Uh, no one really knows why uh, the we know as players the reference to that, but like in world, it's not. Uh, but you can definitely see like this. It's very much like a Central Park kind of area. It's just with with clusters of, of, of pink uh, of pink mushrooms. There are places where you can see that there are booths. There's like a whole office set up in some places, like little kiosks and things where you can actually register and try to get your like say what your what your task is now normally i would say this would require a role uh but because you all actually have on file an accepted contract with the mcm and if you put that out there you are in fact granted such a uh, such a potted plant so someone comes over a corp you know shaved shaved sideburns just you know all the way back above their ears you can see little bits of augmentations in their eyes every now and then and every and you hear them just sort of laugh but they're not talking to you like they're not laughing at anything you said but they're just kind of laughing 
And whenever it does, like a little bit of light kind of comes on on this little ear, like kind of this ear augmentation, this ear attachment they have. And when they bring this over towards you, they hand you the potted plant and they give you this little ear attachment. Now, the potted plant, it's got a blue, it's some sort of kind of uh, sort of blue sin steel or bio steel. And you can see that in it, there is a fairly large, almost like human head size cluster of these pink mushrooms. And then the attendant gives you instructions on how to attach it and and how to communicate. Uh, and they uh-huh. remind you as they point to the sign, do not harm our pink friends. And they oh, no. make you sign like a hundred waivers because it is now your responsibility to protect and return with this corpse citizen. And every every time that she has to sign it, oh no, wouldn't dream of it. Oh no, absolutely not. No, no, no harm. No harm will we'll come. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't think of it. We'll be very protected. And like she has something different to say every single time she signs that just okay. to like reassure them. And then okay. she sort of like puts the little thing in her ear and then it's like sort of does that like, hello, is this thing on? Hello? And you hear a voice uh, show up in your ear. Hello. We are boys. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Well, it, it, oh, oh my goodness! I'm I'm just so so very delighted to make your acquaintance as well. My my goodness! I'm I'm sorry. Could could you could you say your name again? We are boars. Boars. Well, boars. It is so absolutely delightful to meet you. I I, I would like to to be able to introduce you to to everyone else who's on my ship. If I just take this out and and put it in someone else's ear. Will they be able to talk with you as well? They will indeed. However, it is my understanding that that is unsanitary practice for humanoids like yourselves. Oh, there's a cleaning that we go through. We we take it out and we wipe it and we clean it and then we put it in someone else's ear. So don't worry about that. We're, We're on top of it. I imagine that will be acceptable. This, I am... This is just, I'm so very, very ha- happy to, to, to meet you. And she's trying to get a sense for if there's anything else kind of within her and how that's reacting. So kind of trying to get a sense if she can figure out how the Farron is feeling about this other sort of voice in their head, so to speak. Uh, sure. Um, so I don't think any roles necessary here, uh, but I would say you are f- like, so Farron, my understanding, the way I understand you can, and again, you tell me if you're thinking of it a different way, but Farron, it's more about, it's less about like a direct communication. Like you're not mm-hmm, getting, mm-hmm. it's more feeling, right? Like you could, yeah, it's, you it's, it's a tuning to something changing. They do appear to be very, um, you a sense of excitement, I would say. Uh, kind of comes over them. It's like, that's what you're feeling. And maybe it's even amping some of your excitement, Jeet, I might say. Uh, you definitely don't get the sense that there's like a jealousy, if that's what you're worried about. Um, besides which, it's being, it's literally communicating into an earpiece, whereas the Farron doesn't necessarily communicate in that manner. So, Well, I am just, this is wonderful. I am going to... Um, take you back and I'm going to introduce you to everyone that uh, is on our ship and we are going to go travel together. And this is going to be, uh, this is just going to be wonderful. 
I look forward to going on an adventure with you. This is this. Oh, and so she's just walking and talking and walking and talking. Um, and she is going to find uh, Maya. Okay. So Maya, you are found. What is What does she find Maya doing? Oh, I don't even know. I, <laughs> I had no fucking clue what she's doing. <laughs> but she's going to come and she's going to like okay. shove this little potted pink in you your face. Breakfast. Sh- we're at breakfast. We'll say. Zatek, you're out. Dr. Okay. Toronto is eating his, his fungal pancakes. So uh, before this... Uh, just delightful. <laughs> um, Maya's actually like uncharacteristically uh, sad. Like it was, it was one thing to hear from Kara that Kill was like missing an action, and you know, like to hear her just kind of. Kara's always been kind of over the top and like a little bit dramatic. It was an entirely different thing to see it in writing that kill might be killed in action. And that really messed with Maya. And so she has been kind of uncharacteristically uh, hollow and like quite sad. And uh, so she kind of latches on to a hard tea. And like I'm gonna go breakfast with you. <laughs> and That's right. So so uh so she is found pretty easily, but um I I would have liked Jeff, you let me know this is part of her complications as being a thrill seeker. Uh I would have liked for her to find something vaguely dangerous and adrenaline rushy to do overnight. There, I mean, there's the ordinance. You know Before that for breakfast? You know that kill was actually at an ordinance arcade, which think of those words combined. Yes. It's an arcade <laughs> where you can go and blow stuff up. Uh so there's That's that. Like you could potentially she's do that. Going. Plus it's yeah, yeah. That's so, uh that's where she's gonna go. So imagine Before breakfast. Yeah, so imagine like a very large, uh, almost like a, um, almost like an arena, like a coliseum in some ways, where there's just all this space in the center, and there's uh, kind of a, a, a sort of an ovular seating arrangement at the top, and like you can kind of go into these places where there's these different pylons that are set up that are set up for like retaining, so like it's like for protective, and you can see various people testing explosives, having explosives. It's like Top Golf except for bombs. Uh, and people are enjoying themselves considerably. Uh, some people are there. It's 24 hours. And so people are, they serve, oh, yes. a, obviously they serve, you know, various alcoholic beverage, beverages and stimulants because what goes better with explosives than those types of things, right? Uh, so you can definitely see, yeah. So so definitely like Maya, you can do this. Uh, and you know, Amazing. this is where Kill was when he met his his crew as well. Cool. So uh, okay. she she's going and doesn't go to her to kind of ask after him or anything. So because drastic complications, she's just going to okay. take a load off. So we'll say then when you all meet at whatever breakfast place you you plan to meet at, Maya uh, is has some has some explosive stains here and there and smells a little <laughs> bit like accelerant. Uh, Zatek 
smells like fungicide. Uh, Gita <laughs> smells like, uh, well, mushroom, I suppose. That actually smells kind of sweet, almost like cinnamony. And then Dr. Toronto smells like uh, not a maple dinner. syrup, but like an iron stalks uh, syrup. As there's like Amazing. a fungal tree called iron stalks out there, and that's probably what you're what you're eating that kind of syrup. So uh, when when Zate comes out of uh, the Green Cloaks place and like they they kind of see him for the first time, my uh, kind of runs up to him and and turns on her her uh, wearable cam. And kind of voiced yo, what's up? This is Divine Volker here with my buddy Killer Z. Yo, he's so wild. And, you know, after like four shots of the glove, he actually has some of that time dilation fungus. You know, if you know about the fungus on Mishapasha, you you know about that fungus. Got a bunch of ass on, though. No lasting damage because my man is resilient. Fuck is the god. All right, peace out. Like and subscribe. <laughs> I like to think it's like an old Periscope stream and you're just seeing like the hearts like like fade up as people are liking it and liking it. And then like, you see like a comment. So, like time dilation score. Oh, I think that's really dangerous. It's like my mom had time dilation score. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Okay. So your nickname is you don't get docs is Killer Z. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right. So setting out in front of you guys now is you guys have a you you guys have to leave uh, leave the confines. Well, you don't have to. You just say screw Jeremy. But you have to leave the confines of Mustasha <laughs> One to track him down. Now I will draw your attention uh, to the map. Uh, let me see if I can switch over so that folks in the stream can see this as well. Uh, map. This is from the Miss Pasha's guide uh, for those of you that are watching. So let me point out some things to you. So you all are in this uh, this big old red hexagon place labeled Miss Pasha One. Uh, this is the southern continent of Spur. Uh, this little red uh, red marker way down here to the southeast that is right next to that skull. Uh, that is the target where you are, where Kill was sent, and now where you all are being sent, and you have to make your way there. Now you have a couple of options. There's a couple of ways to get there. Uh, so there's uh, to the south, like you. So there's so ways you could potentially get there. Uh, you could take the rail lines south of Mishpasha One. Uh, that's what these orange lines are. Uh, to this little like hexagon orange, where there is a settlement there, an intact protected settlement, and then kind of hoof it across the jungle. Uh, kind of in a south friendly direction. You could also just kind of go southeast uh, to an over like an old settlement that's no longer like intact and just follow the coast down. That's another option as well. Uh, there's things you could potentially do if you wanted to try to get like a truck or something. Uh, that is something you could potentially attempt an acquisition role for. Uh, you all would know that there is some danger to um, using... To vehicles out in the jungle uh, because things can kind of clog some of your equipment, but it could shorten the trip. Uh, so it's kind of up to you all. Uh, those are kind of the, the generic paths that you could potentially take. I mean, we should ask our new friend which path we should take clearly. We should get input uh, from. So as I've introduced everyone to our plant friend. You hear... Uh, whoever has the earpiece in, you hear kind of like this whimpering. Uh, and every time Dr. Toronto folds a pancake into his mouth, that whimper continues. Uh, and then you can hear Boars comes back and it's like, oh, 
I suppose those are both interesting options. I would imagine that if this location is along the coast, then following the coast might make it easier to not become lost. However, it does pose certain risks as going southward would at least allow you to hit a settlement along the way. Whether or not that is something that is useful to you is, is really your decision. I will warn you though that the deepest parts of the jungles are often where the most aggressive fungal spores are. Along the coast, there are very dangerous creatures. However, the spores do recede slightly as they do not come into close contact with the salt water of the ocean. So, does that sound Yay. like to everyone? Like <laughs> renting a truck and <laughs> driving along the coast sounds like a fun plan? I mean... Uh, I don't think anyone would like getting spores on them because it's quite a lengthy process to get rid of them, apparently. Hmm. That reminds you, I should do some medical scans on you to make sure you're okay after your spritzing. Hey, we should get a boat. Oh, well, you want to be careful with that. There are pirates that are often in the shipping lanes, both on the surface of the water and also via submersibles, and they are not very kind. I take another bite of my pancake. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little little tremor in the voice, whatever. whatever. <laughs> I just like to think oh, Tentum comes out, grabs so a stirrup dripping. <laughs> just so, so many pictures. Hearts <laughs> 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 on them. <laughs> Intimidatedly eats a pancake. Is <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to go through a civilization or do we want to hug the coast? I like, I think the idea of getting a vehicle might get us there faster. And I like that. Yeah. I, I, I think there's better uh, filming opportunities on the coast. Background would be more interesting. Okay. So, uh, a couple things we could do before you leave. Uh, Dr. Toronto, if you are trying to help Zatek at, out, you can potentially attempt to heal him. However, uh, this is going to require... It's going to be a, a target number of 12. It's going to require a spare time point uh, if you have it, as it would take some time uh, for you to be able to do this. And it also, in this case, I would, I would ask for a, uh, a knowledge, uh, a point of knowledge, because... So many fungals, fungicides, both experimental and those on the market, have been thrust at him. And so this uh, sp expending that knowledge would essentially give you knowledge of, of like both the fungicide market and the fungicide like experimental market. So it's up I'll to ask you count after like 26 something. I mean, I've got plenty for both. I mean, it's it's an awful lot of commitment for a stupid bit that I was going to do, but I'm committed to it. <laughs> you don't have to do that. You could just... I will gladly commit all of that and okay. roll 
What kind of test did you say? Medicine's fine. Biotech is fine. Either one is. Medicine makes most sense, probably. Well, let's see. It's uh, this plus. It's 3d6 plus your modifier, right? 3d6 plus whatever your total bonus is. Yep. And you're always trying to hit a 12? Not always. Most commonly, it's a 12 or a 14. In this case, it's just a 12. Uh, In combat, it'll be a different number. Uh, Because that's defense score and stuff like that. But most skill rolls, it's a 12, sometimes a 14. Uh, Okay. You You are able... You probably have in your... Jeff, you don't need to explain it. Okay, go ahead. ahead. You don't need to explain it. I'm going to pull out my scanners and start checking Zebra over here. See what's going on. Like, (laughs) holy shit! We got to get him to a med bay. I'm not hearing anything in there. I think his livers are filled. Well, I don't normally have anything in here that you'd be able to hear, I think. Don't tell me how to do my job, kid. I'm a doctor. <laughs> As he's going to scan me, too, I'll just, like, ooze more in that direction to give him something to work with. Oh, wait, my bad. This was still set to those pancakes. You're fine, kid. Okay. So, <laughs> over the course of your your late breakfast at like the equivalent of two o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, A couple hours you guys spend planning. Dr. Toronto uh, (laughs) certainly helps Zatek with that issue he was having with his, his moderate pain cleans him up, cleans him up with some of that, uh, some of that fungicide. Uh, Jita, you mentioned wanting to get a truck. Is that correct? Uh, yes, and I'm hoping that our our, our corp might be of assistance. In yeah, I I'd love to <laughs> talk to somebody, and I have a networking point with Kara from last time, so I, I don't uh, know if that unit. is at all relevant. Uh sure. I mean, I would say she might give you. Uh, she could probably give you a contact. Maybe uh, we could probably say that. We'll say. Um, <laughs> we'll say she sends you to uh, uh, what is a place that? called a slightly evil love <laughs> nothing just laughing to myself she sends you to a uh, not <laughs> ominous at all <laughs> to a vehicle to a vehicle salesperson in Lee's here uh, by the name of Karth Honda uh, and uh, you can see when you approach <laughs> you have you have the hookup from Kara to like kind of Potentially, I'll give you a bonus when the roll comes along. Did, did you say car Honda or did Karth, I miss your car Honda? Honda is his name. Uh, when you approach, <laughs> big, uh, big, heavy set dude with an amazing mustache uh, that you imagine is probably uh, not real and is probably augmented, uh, has a wonderful smell about him. He is your stereotypical car salesman. Uh, where he is just like overly enthused, overly aggressive, super phony, and constantly checking his phone. Uh, what do you, so you're asking, you want to get a truck? Is that what it is? Something off-roady. You want an off-road vehicle is what you're telling me. I yeah. have yeah. the perfect thing for you. Perfect thing. Just got it in. Used, I'm assuming. Used is okay. Used uh, is fine. Perfect, perfect. You're going to love this one. This one's fantastic. Take a look. Take a look over here. And he leads you to like a side of a lot 
and you can see like you're not that far away from the shield you can see the shimmer of the exterior shield it's like this right here this baby has been outside the shield and has returned multiple times multiple not once twice twice was the amount of times it's gone out and come back and that is not a very easy feature to find most of these vehicles here you're lucky if you get one trip out and get them to come back and their engine's still intact so many different spores out there so many they tangle all up and they get in the fuel lines occasionally you know they explode but this one has never exploded yet now the great thing this right here seats can carry oh plenty of things. It can carry twelve folks if you want. Uh, you've got car, room for cargo too if you if you if you're doing some sort of run out there. I don't need to know what for. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, plenty of other things. It is wheeled, which is the better way to go. We've tried to do some of the hover vehicles outside, but boy, there's something about the spores to kind of get in those anti-grav machinations. And <laughs> one time, I saw one of them hover trucks. Just the, the anti-grav went haywire and they just get launched up into the sky like they were an old-fashioned rocket or something like that. <laughs> we still haven't found the people who came down. These, however, is not going to be that problem because we've got wheels on these big, bulky, huge wheels. Now, it's not fast, mind you, but it's sturdy. Okay? Sturdy. That's what you want out, out in the jungle. Uh, that's that's true. That's true. It was when I can take a hit. So, he Here's the thing about Maya is uh, she's actually fairly good with mechanical engineering <laughs> and because of the thrill seeking complication, like it's it's not her first time in a vehicle that really has no business being on the road. <laughs> and uh, so I I'd like to know if this dude is full of shit or if this actually would be like a reasonable car to to, to have do what we need done i am shocked I mean, that you would think that i would lie wow no <laughs> I, why would i that's what i said <laughs> if you want to know if he's full of shit i think that's more of my territory i'll go scam the guy <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's got Elvis syndrome. <laughs> he does, in fact, have a not insignificant amount of feces. He's got backup right now. Definitely so. He needs more fiber in his diet. Uh, Maya, go ahead and roll a psychology roll. Duke. If you want to give him a read. Uh, 12 is fine. The car salesman. Oh, good. Good skill to have. It is. I mean, that's my. Uh, you know. You know what voice this is. This is my. Uh, this is my James Lipton voice. Oh, I we love played, it. We played Blade <laughs> uh, Runner. That's a success with the fifteen. We played Blade Runner a couple nice. months back, and I started using that voice for a character with long. It was one of my favorite moments in the history of our channel. <laughs> like he was trying to get a favor, and James Lipton. James Lifton was basically a newspaper guy, but like one of those sleazy newspapers and long characters trying to get a favor. And so I'm like, like they're trying to trade him. Like, I'm like, what do you want from me? Handies in the alley? And it was just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's still like one of my favorite things. How many pictures of Spider-Man have you brought me this week? <laughs> <laughs> it was the dumbest moment, but I laugh all the time thinking about it. Uh, Maya, you, you passed. Uh, any, um, okay, you passed. Okay, so... 
<laughs> he is full of crap, uh, both metaphorically and physically, and, and <laughs> well, both figuratively and literally, in that <laughs> he, he definitely doesn't have great confidence that this vehicle is going to make it. But it's not so much this vehicle that he that you're sensing the confidence is coming from. It's basically any vehicle he sends out there where it's kind of like maybe it makes it. Maybe it doesn't. Uh, once it leaves my once it leaves my lot, I don't really think about it. So you're getting the sense like he's he's definitely used car salesman, but he's not like trying to screw you over in any special sure. way. It's sure. just standard sure. stuff. Yeah. What? So if this thing's been out twice, what do I want it? It's probably all wear and tear. I want that's been out just once, or oh, you know, no. preferably a grandma that took it to a church like three times in her life. Well, if you we we did just get. A new vehicle, uh, piece together. It's very nice, very nice. Got it over from uh, Miss Patcher too. Sent it over here. One of our some fleet vehicles came over. It's um, uh, it hasn't been fully calibrated to uh, the area, and we haven't quite put all of the netting, you know, the under netting, to make sure that none of those uh, none of the ground spores start kicking up into up up into the undercarriage a bit. If you know what I'm saying, uh, we haven't quite done that yet, uh, but it is it is brand new. Uh, so if that's what your preference, bam, I got you there, ma'am. No problem. Okay, let me go see it. Gonna go Takes you over. See the new. It is the exact same vehicle, except <laughs> it is not banged up, not scratched. <laughs> it is just the exact same vehicle. Oh, isn't she a beaut? Isn't she a beaut? Same yeah, thing. New model. No, no, this one's way. Look at this. This one's got. Look at the cup holders. It's got twice as many cup holders inside. Right. <laughs> Is is Argita and Boars with me? If you like them to be, I would love for them to be. <laughs> sure. Okay. I look over. I mean, like, uh, what what do you guys think? <laughs> and Gita was actually wondering, like, if if Boars was sort of cup holder size, if like the extra cup holder was actually going to be a good <laughs> so, thing, because that's the way that Boars no. can take this a little bit trip safely. Than that. Okay. So technically, whoever is carrying Boars, you are taking up. It is Boars is taking up two equipment slots to carry, uh, but you can, if you do take the truck. Truck does have cargo space. So you can leave some stuff in here, including the specialty containers, if you want to grab them as well. Like that, you need to carry the fungus back in. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you could, you could leave, but then you wouldn't have boars with you when you go outside. Uh, the truck, by the way, it is a, it's got a cab and it's open air in the back. It's not like everyone's in, but there's, there's big, um, there's big sides. Like it would potentially give you some like cover for anyone sitting in the back. Uh, but it does fit about 12 people. So Cheetah is going to wow. kind of put boars in one of the seats and kind of like put the seatbelt around and like, <laughs> would this be comfortable for you? Would this be a, can you? Are you going to be okay if there's any bumps? I'm not entirely sure what's happening right now. <laughs> I don't actually have eyes. Uh, you know, so... We're, we're, sure. we're getting a mode of, of, of transport, and we want to make sure that you're going to be comfortable and safe during Are we going transport. into space? I've always wanted to go into space. No, unfortunately, we're 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 going horizontally on the ground. We're not going up. Oh. Sorry to disappoint you. Fine, that's okay too. 
We're taking your recommendation, though. You said to get a truck and go on the coast. That's what we're doing. Oh, I just gave options. I didn't say one was better than the other. <laughs> okay, well, Don't this put is the this one on me if it goes bad. Maya <laughs> 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 uh, will look back and go, like, I, you know, we'll, we'll take it. <laughs> okay. You need to make a acquisition roll. I'm going to reduce the difficulty on this because of your connections to Kara from a 14. I, normally, I'm going to... Okay, sweet. I, I was going to say I will very happily play up the... I'm going to, you know, I'll, I'll make sure to give you guys some free advertising for you and the shop and like <laughs> all that okay. to make it even right, cheaper um, if possible. Here's what I'll say. Uh, normally it would have been a 14, but I'm going to reduce the difficulty to 12. Uh, it is going to take a spare time point because this is taking more, more of your time. Uh, but I will say take a plus one for offering to give him free advertisement as you explain to him that you are an influencer socially. <laughs> what uh, did you want me to roll? It's whatever really you want. Um, it could be persuasion. It's it's whatever you Feels think the like role is. Feels like persuasion to me. Yeah, that sounds great. Go for it. Okay. And I am trained. And okay. I'm pretty sure I have a tool. I have a toolbox. You, you, you do have a, a toolbox for persuasion. Uh, that came and from the, your equipment, I think, actually. It did. Like your it did. And your plus one that you just gave me. So I had three to my roll. Correct. All right. Uh, which I needed because that takes me a 12 on 12. All right. A deal is struck, one that you can live with. You are given the appropriate uh, control mechanisms. Uh, and you all now have at your disposal a truck. Now, if you want to keep this permanently, meaning get it onto your ship at some point, I'm going to ask for you all to spend a resource. However, uh, we can... We can talk about whether it gets, you know, uh, returned. Like if you if you decide to return this, like as like a rental, you can get that resource given back to you. So like we can either. So it's like collateral, like you're basically putting something down. But if Do you wanted we to keep need it, to decide right now. No, 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 no. no. Okay. Something get to think about later. If Assuming you're in this a position. Vehicle. Yeah. If <laughs> yeah. you get into the position where like, hmm, we can destroy this vehicle, or we can try to save this vehicle. If that happens, yeah. Then there you go. Okay. So you all now have yourself a vehicle. You have yourself a guide. Uh, well, not a guide, a translator who can help you perhaps identify certain uh, invasive fungal species. And you have a target of where you're going. You have a, a packet, a debrief packet for the dangers in the coastal area where you're headed. Uh, and I'll even say, well, just hand away that you go and you pick up those specialty containers that you can put into the cargo space uh, of awesome. this. Thank you. I was just going to ask. Okay. So it's at this point. Are we ready to go? Are we ready to, to, to head on out? Let's do this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Who, uh, who is driving? No idea. Uh, uh, I was going to say I could drive, but also you said it's open air in the back, right? Open air in the back. It is like a very big, like flat bed, but it, instead of it being flat, it's got sides like a big, it's like a really big pickup truck. Mm -hmm. Think of it like a Ford 250 times 10. So, you know, so I, I can gladly drive. Operations. Oh, sweet. Oh, sweet. 
Okay. I think it's yeah, actually I mean, a driving planets role. I think it's actually a planets role because planets just finds uh, a yeah, lot of like tracking really, and moving I and survival. And stuff. Oh, okay, <laughs> I have a minus one on that. It's okay. I, I would only two. call for a roll. I'm not gonna call for a roll just to drive. I'm gonna call for a roll to drive in case something like and something serious happens, like something. I have some one in planets. Unless okay. anyone else has better in planets. I really, I think this is better if you drive because you're sitting right next to Dobby or whatever his name is. Boars. <laughs> like, it's boars. And no, I see in chat you are not making anything with boars. Boars is not being I don't, consumed. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> Jeff, what are the odds of me finding some shallots here? Shallots? <laughs> Something similar, sure. I think you could. Okay. Noted. Right. <laughs> now you can drive. I don't want to sit next to him. I prefer not to know my food on a first name oh, basis. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll sit in the back. Okay. Are you like all like the backpack? Um, yeah, like in the back cab. Do you guys just like get going once you get the truck in the afternoon? Do you wait like a whole extra day or do you just kind of get going? Nah. You have a little bit of light. Let's I make like a tree. And get moving. Go. Okay. Yeah. The okay, so we'll say you start you start driving. We you leave you you go to the, the kind of like there's specialty gates. You don't just go out anywhere. Like there's a specialty road and gates in which you're directed. You even pass by the rail line, like the the depot for the rail that kind of sends out into a few different places. There's there's various uh, settlements that kind of coming and going. Some of it's industrial, some of it's commercial. Uh, but you all are eventually led out uh, into the wider uh, the wider world. It is. Uh, there is a pathway, uh, at least for a little while, but since you all are kind of venturing southeasternly towards this uh, kind of this old settlement that has since been, you know, kind of overrun or, or, or let go, uh, you don't actually have the benefits of it for very long. And so within about 45 minutes to an hour of drive time, which is not extremely fast, but much faster than if you were hoofing it. Uh, you, you actually do see that the road, the paths are completely and utterly overrun and you can't even see the remnants of, of it anymore. Occasionally, even though you don't see the, the, the road itself, occasionally you do see signs of like actual like street signs or directional signs that have been overrun by like carpets and growths and here and there. You also see that there is a significant amount of very tall stalks, trees, there are very soon hour outside of the, the city, the jungle canopy encloses around you and you can't even see the sky anymore. Like that's how thick it gets. The trees, uh, the trees aren't like trees, trees, but they are literally fungus. So it's like these massive, uh, massive fungal trees that, that have just taken on that kind of shape. Um, touching base every now and then, uh, with boars, uh, he's not, immediately alarmed by anything he sees uh, uh like it's all of it's pretty standard pretty par for the course no one's going in the direction that you're going either like it's certainly not a, a, a route that you seem to be uh seem to be traveling very far at about the that's time when thing. what's that that's a, that's a good thing I you guys think. are going to a a settlement that has been overrun and has fallen out of control of mishpacha so along the way, again, you see these little elements to suggest that there might have been like directional signs here and there. And even what looks like the residue of maybe somebody at once one point building a rail line that has 
that that has been seized. The the ground of that you're driving over top of is bumpy as you're going over what feels like roots. Sometimes it feels like rocks. Other times you just feel yourselves sag, like you just hit the biggest, but at the same time, soft, pillowy pothole. Uh, but this has very big, bulky wheels, and so none of it's too difficult for you. Uh, you Gita is doing the like stick her arm out kind of a thing because she's got force in the drive, seat next yeah. to her. Mm-hmm. Exactly, mm-hmm. Yeah. we're gonna go over a bump. It's like arm instantly goes. <laughs> you out. just reach it over. And you grab it. <laughs> yeah. But that, uh, okay, that's the Costanza move. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, okay, so. At a certain point, because you guys left, uh, you left so late, it doesn't take long before it becomes like black as night out here because the canopy is such that it is not letting a lot of the sunlight through. And then when the sun does, in fact, go down, uh, as it will do very shortly, it becomes even even harder to traverse. And so you're now traveling in the dark. Um, Jida, every now and then you hear like, Uh, every now and then kind of like. It's like this like little tremble comes in. You look over and like the, the potted plant is kind of shaking a little bit here and there. But Put the Gita, high beams you, on. It's going to be okay. I'm driving slow. I've got the high beams on. Gita, you've, you've been traveling for, we'll say you've been driving for maybe three, four hours, slowly, bumpy, when you see that you've been in, in, in kind of a relatively straight corridor. Like it's bumpy as hell, but you've been kind of following the old path. When... Up in front of you, a a very tall um, wall, for lack of a better word, seems to block your path forward. And you can see that it extends outward both to the north and to the south as you're kind of traveling in a southeasterly direction. All of you see this as well. Uh, I imagine some of you may be inside, some of you may be outside uh, in the back. And it certainly blocks your path forward. This is the first time you've been forced to kind of go off this direction so the from a distance for those of you since you say you have the high beams on um you can tell that it's the the wall itself is something like 20 feet tall uh you can see that it's covered in this kind of carpet of fungus uh, this mostly kind of reddish brown color here and there there are periodic glow like somewhat bioluminescent like petals that kind of popping up here and there between those petals and your headlights. You can see like there are spores floating all over the place in the air around you. And you also can hear those of you out outside on the bed. Uh, you can hear up above you in the canopy. You can hear various skittering like moving about turned over to you guys. What are we doing in this situation here? So how are you contributing? We'll do a couple skill rolls, see how this works out, and kind of go from there. I like poke my head in through the back of the the truck and say, like, I hear stuff above us. It's like things walking around on the canopy. I don't see them though. It's a big old wall. We can't go forward. It's a big wall. That's the problem. What is the wall made out of? You would have to get a little closer to tell. You can see at the very least it's coated with like a sheet of, of fungus, like a carpet of fungus. Maya's is getting that? out to look at the wall. Okay. 
Maya, you you step up towards the wall. Well, before before uh, do that though, I'm uh, gonna uh, go up to uh, Jita and turn on the camera. Be like, so we've just got this abandoned settlement right outside Mishmasha, and my girl, Lady J, took us outside of the city on no ruins, and she got us to this place. Sun setting now, so I can't talk too long because there's some shit up on the roof. But we'll talk to you soon. Like and subscribe. <laughs> so Cheetah's decrib is Lady J. Very <laughs> nice. Like it. I'm imagining that she sort of does like this sign language J, like when you Hell do yes. that, and like that's her. Like <laughs> she joins you. Yeah, I'll hop out. Look okay, what kind of. What kind of is fuel this... does this truck run off of? Um, we'll say it's some kind of fuel. It's it's actually, it's actually there's an additive. There's a fungal additive in it uh, that is taken from specific spores in the area that is kind of ground down. You also know it's a fairly uh, I can't remember the name of the fungus, but like it's used as an additive in like spaceship fuel and stuff like that. It's just hard to transport and things like that. But that seems to be what this is powered on. Noted. Okay. Plan B. Uh, still getting out and looking at the, okay. the wall. Does this wall because was there like another settlement that was that we were gonna run into along the coast? Yes. So of? if you look at the map to the southeast, there is like a little hexagon, like a little orange hexagon. That is a, uh, okay. a kind of an overrun settlement, a settlement that's been abandoned. And that's where you guys were kind of heading because there was a path, an old path that led most of the way there. Mm-hmm. And then you just kind of follow the coast down until you get to where it is you need to go. Okay. Uh, Does this seem to line up about with the city limits of this settlement? Or so, would it be hard to tell how far we've gone? Uh, no, I mean, I think I'll, I, I, I'll, I'll say give me a, you can give me like a, let's see, like a culture maybe, uh, or a. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think of what else might work. Uh, culture or planets, one of those, I would say, to kind of get uh, an understanding of like the size of the city or what you know planets. about it. Yeah. Can I help with yeah. culture? Uh, so, yeah, I think. Uh, can I whisper this idea to someone else's ear for them to roll and assist you, them in some way? You all can hear each other. So they yeah, do the roll. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Can I, if, if it's okay for me to make the culture roll, then I've yeah. already. So, I got a minus two to that. Zatek, did you want to try to assist? Yes. So roll, which you think is a relevant skill roll. So an assist is a target number of 10. And if you mm-hmm. pass, Maya will get a plus one. Maybe awareness, because I feel like that's what tips sure. Like just looking at the wall and being like, this seems yeah. kind of just weird. Since this is weird. just for assistance. I think that makes sense. Yeah, go ahead. Plus one. Or uh, go ahead and make yeah. the roll. And then if you pass, Maya will get a plus one. Yeah. Um, let's see. It's three, six plus one. Hey, there we go. Fifteen. Okay, oh, take awesome. a plus one, Maya, uh, and make your yeah. make your roll. Sweet. So I have a plus three for my skill, and I have a toolbox. Okay. Perfect. Plus two or plus three. 
those of you, uh, toolboxes are like kind of a all purpose use of like, not all purpose, but they're specific to skills. They have like various items that are in it that help you complete the skill, give you a plus, uh, plus one on it. So you can buy these things or you can get them from certain abilities and things like that. Maya's got like, um, she got a couple from some of her items and things like that. Yeah. So the ones I have are persuasion, leadership, culture, and wealth. Okay, so if you want to roll that culture check, you could do that as if yeah, you kind but of know. I, I just rolled that and that was a fifty. Okay, perfect. So you would know that the general size of these settlements, each of the like, you know that the corp is not particularly great at naming things. Uh, the cities on this planet are Mishpasha one, Mishpasha two, Mishpasha three, uh, and you also know that the settlements in the area are Spur one, Spur two, Spur three, Spur four, Spur five, and onward it goes. Uh, so you all would specifically know that you, or I so say you, Maya would know that you are heading in the direction. I think it's Spur four. Let me double check this really fast. I want to say that's correct. Uh, yeah, you're heading to a place called Spur 4. Now, Spur 4, you know, was originally a farming settlement uh, that had a coastal port that was intended to be used for, like, planetary shipping, like, on waters. Uh, but it's long fallen to ruin. And you know that what its main farming was, was it was, a, was called Zim Fungus. Zim Fungus, and the way that they did it is they built these vertical walls and they grew the fungus as like a carpet over top of the wall. Now, you'd certainly think that this looks very much like one of those types of walls, which would suggest that maybe you're close, but it feels a little further out from the coast than you would think. You don't hear, you don't feel a breeze, you don't hear any sounds of anything, and you don't think you've driven necessarily far enough. So this does seem a little further out than normal. And... Uh, there's definitely a, a discoloration going on to the carpet that's on these walls that suggests something's up with this Zim fungus. Uh, and that kind of bioluminescent petals also not normal. So you're close, but you th- and you think this wall is likely some something like it? So I'm gonna by call that out, and I, I'm specifically going to mention the stuff that is uh, that that doesn't fit um, the location and the fact that like <clears throat> this fungus should be different than what it actually it should be a little different than what it actually is. What it actually is is Zim fungus and. Hardy, you can probably, you probably have it in your medical database somewhere, but this should be Zim fungus, but it's not. It's something else. I'm not a botanist. No, you're a doctor. It's a mycologist, <laughs> actually, for oh, my bad. an expert. Yeah. I think a doctor <laughs> would know that. You think? I only, I only know that from uh, Electric Bachelin because I rolled a uh, mendicant yeah, mycologist right. one oh, time, amazing. and I was like, I don't oh, know what yeah. either of those words mean. I need to look that up, and now I know. Well, <laughs> so, can't, can't we just turn left or right and just follow the wall around to the other side? So you look. Dr. Toronto, and as far as you can see, and again, it's dark, so you can't see that far, but the wall does seem to extend as far as you can see in both northern and southerly directions. 
find a door. So if uh, this so wall's like in the wrong place. Oh, sorry. Uh, Good. Okay. Uh, when Maya was kind of giving us the overview of what she knew from that check, uh, with the wall being in the wrong place, would we know, like, were these walls constructed that they can move or that there were there were openings underneath them or anything that we know of? Like, how to be uh, as far place. as you know, they were not like sentient walls that could move on their own. Uh, they could potentially be relocated, but they were, you know, anchored to the ground as most walls actually are. Okay. It was like a vertical. Guys, you should scale it. So okay. all of this conversation has <laughs> been going on and, and Jada's going to lean over to Boars and say, uh, so, so Boars, you, you may have wondered why we have uh, stopped moving in a forward direction. So we have come across a, a and so she'll kind of go into the description that Maya gave and our, our current hypothesis is that the uh, photosynthetic plant life is not supposed to be here and that is somehow negatively affecting the other uh, fungi that are supposed to be here. Uh, but of course, you are the expert in these matters and we would love to hear what you or your thoughts are. You talk a lot. What was your question? So, is have you heard that there's something amiss with the the fungus in this area? It's, it's not the right color. There's other plants Can that you are. Take me outside the cab. My sensory well, perception is limited by the interior of this vehicle. Oh, of course, of course. I, I need to stretch my legs as well. Abs absolutely. And so she'll come over and she'll, you know, undo the seatbelt and very, very carefully and cautiously sort of pick up oars and uh, move uh, move them in the direction of the wall. I'm going to be okay. paying extra attention to once they're removed, uh, like the skittering above and sure. make sure nothing falls on us. Okay, so let's let me get a let me just do a quick round to see what everyone's do. So Zatek, you're keep we'll say that's gonna be an awareness test as you're keeping an eye out for that. Maya, what are you doing at this point? Let's just do a quick round so I know where everyone's doing with it. Where they're uh at. filming everything and okay. uh what that translates to is uh keeping watch. Uh okay. World awareness as well. Uh and Dr. Toronto, what are you doing in this situation? Uh, I'm going to be investigating the truck to see how much of this powdered mushroom fuel we can take out and still be able to reach our destination. That way I can uh, just light this wall on fire. Uh, okay. Uh, well, biotech makes the most sense to me for that role. Uh, Jita, you bring... Hey, I'm, I'm so sorry, Jeff. I have a flashlight. Is that something I add as equipment to... It's a trinket, uh, so it only counts when you have at least five things that are that small. Got it. So you, um, okay, so Zatek, you got awareness test. You're just kind of keeping an eye on, on the, the stuff overhead. Maya, you're just kind of, again, just kind of keeping a sense of, of what's going on in the area. Dr. Toronto, you're assessing the, uh, you're assessing how much you can siphon uh, from this vehicle, mm -hmm. uh, this, this, this fuel. And Jita, you have brought boars uh, close to the wall. Is that correct? As requested, yes. Okay. So you hear, oh, dear. Oh, this isn't good at all. Oh, this poor, poor Zim fungus. It's been, oh, it's so, it's in so much pain. 
Oh dear, this is very dangerous. You haven't breathed in any of the spores, have you? Uh, yes, all of us have gotten out and have been uh, breathing this in. Should we stop? Should we? Oh dear, that's so really, really bad. As all uh, of you... Apparently breathing this in is bad. Apparently breathing this in is bad. Zatek, how is your awareness test? Uh, I got a 10. Okay. I re-rolled the double one again with my effort. <laughs> oh my god. Zatek, you see um you see something hanging from one of the trees? Uh it almost looks like there's a parachute. Ugh. It almost looks like there's a parachute hanging down. Uh probably about I'll say maybe we'll put it like just on the on the range of where you have light from the from the headlights. Um, just at the range, like off to the north, there is like a parachute hanging down. And you see there is a person hanging from it on the tree. Uh, Maya, how did you do? Uh, 15, but with two sixes. Okay. Um, Maya, you notice that at some of the two sixes. Okay. Um, you notice that at some of, uh, and some of the bases, uh, along the wall, you see that the light is kind of reflective. And so you think there's like something shiny down there, like, like crates here and there or something like that. Like you see these little boxes every so often, uh, as if like something's been stacked here. Uh, and when you kind of peek a little closer, you realize that there does appear to be like a series of these, um, plasteel crates uh these um or actually no synth steel excuse me synth steel in this game uh so you see these like synth steel crates these they're very very large um they're they're corroded you can see that as you get a little closer some of the fungus is actively like corroding it in front of your eyes you're just watching this kind of brown this brown uh residue that's corroding the metal and then dr toronto how did you do on your biotech uh, 13. Uh, you could probably, uh, if you want, it would take a little time, but you could drain the whole damn thing if you wanted. Uh, it would be the equivalent of doing like, I would say two, let's see what we call it. I would call it, you probably have a tank, a gas mm-hmm. or tank already on for the return trip. So you could potentially like drain all of it if you wanted. You could put it in one of those containers that you got for the fungus, carry it along if you want. Absolutely, I'll start doing that. Okay, fire, so guys. Just... I'm making fire. Okay. Oh, I. Hmm. I, I'm not. I, he, the they said it's it's ill. Not that we should murder it. So I mean, I'm the medical professional here, so I think I'll make that decision. I mean, do okay. do no harm and all, right? Oh, do no. no harm. No, no, that ain't part of it. <laughs> He's not that kind of doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Doctor, like, doctor. You're thinking of the other kind of doctor. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Dr. Toronto, we know what he's doing. He's draining. (laughs) He's taking all of the, uh, all of, all of the fungal juice out of this thing. Then Zatek and Maya, how are you reacting to what you all observed? Um, looking at this body that's in the parachute 
Does it look like it's been here a while? Like there's growths on it and stuff. Uh, it's hard to see from a distance. Remember, it's right on the edge of your sight, uh, and it's a little bit up. Maybe I'll, it's about. I'll point a flashlight seven, like directly at it. Okay, it's still at the edge of your sight. Doesn't. Okay. Doesn't change. Um, Maya, what are you doing with the fact that you see these crates stacked up nearby being eaten by this brown fungus? Oh, I'm definitely getting closer and seeing if I can see inside the crates. Like, have any part of the corrosion is left holes that I can look inside? I would say because these are partially being corroded, you definitely see inside some of them. You also see, like, come labels on the other side. Uh, it does look like one of them is at least a crate of battery cells. Uh, and you think another, it looks to be like cables, like maybe fiber optic cables. Uh, this is the type of thing that you could potentially take with you, like trade goods, salvage. You can throw it on your, like, this is the type of things you could eventually convert to um, to resources. Uh, but you oh, do see it like, cool. yeah. Assuming we have a truck to carry them that has gas in it to drive. So I'm going to yell or see it loud enough for folks here over my shoulder. Like, there's some shit here we should take. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, if we can get uh, kill back and get those crates back and get more crates back, we'll end up ahead. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's start loading up these crates when we're looking for a place to and where to go next. Where this body's hanging, is there like, is it like above? Because you said that we're kind of like in this corridor yeah. that's been cut out, right? So, yeah, so is you, it like you in yeah, the open space of, of the corridor? Or it's no, it's open. outside of it. That's why I said it's like it's on the edge of your vision to the north. Like you can barely see it. It's off to the north a bit. Okay. Uh, a couple I want to like walk up as away. close as I can okay. to the edge of the the like okay. corridor we're in. Joe, I'm just gonna tell you, man. If you don't go, no half-assing with me. You either do it or you don't. So either you go okay. look at it or you stay on the road. It's one of the two. I'm just gonna look back. Like, hey, I think I, saw, I think I see a body over here. I'm just gonna walk into the. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Perfect. We just got so, him back. <laughs> so Zatek steps off, <laughs> steps off the old road and wanders and is looking up now. Uh, you're a handful of steps away. We don't say you go up and start poking it necessarily, but you get a little closer to it and you can see it does appear to be a, a person in a pilot suit. Not uncommon uh, for, uh, you know, like you can see they got a helmet on, proper gear. Someone punched out, it looks like. You were specifically asking if there were gross and things on it. You could tell that they are certainly covered in some debris. Like you can tell they've got some some fungus and stuff on them. Uh, their suit seems to their flight jacket and stuff seems to have taken some damage. Um, they are not moving, as far as you can tell. Um, in terms of how long it's been here, that's the type of thing you'd have to like cut it down and figure it out. But uh, but yep. I don't see anything like bulbous and spewing from it i want to cut it down like as high as i can above it so i have like cable to drag it back behind back into okay. the canopy so you, like you're gonna me. climb up a bit and you're gonna start to to get it to try to cut it down yeah okay yeah no problem yeah so zatek you climb up you're you're doing all that 
Uh, Maya, you're dragging crates back to the truck. Dr. Toronto, I'll say at this point, you've been able to uh, to funnel all of the fuel out of your truck. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Jita, what are you doing? Uh, well, it, it, and she'll kind of seeing what, uh, the doc is doing. She'll just kind of say to Boris, it, it appears that one solution that we might have would be to, uh, burn this and then we would be able possibly to go around. Oh, be careful. If you burn this, the fire could go on to good fungus. There could be pink friends here. There could be resin fungus here, and you would kill it. And I remind you that pink friends are citizens of the corp, and if you murder them, then it will be reported. Sure, sure. These, these though, the, the Zim are... Not citizens? They are not sentient. But they are nice. I'm, 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 I'm sure they are. These, though, seem quite ill, perhaps beyond being ill. There's some, maybe it's invasive. Could I do try to do like a biotech role or something to kind of look to see if this appears to be sort of like a... Um, like a parasite, like the other um, growth, if it appears to be sort of parasitic and killing the other one. Um, no, I mean, there's no role necessary. Like that's, that's he, just what's said happening. That. Like he, that's what Boris okay. has already said. Like the, like the walls are meant to kind of grow a particular kind and it's being overrun by this other that is like corroding even the metal that, that Maya is, uh, is now dragging back. Okay. Uh, doc, I think what I, gonna need to do is just dig some little um what you do around the edge of a fire kind of like dig little ditches so that it kind of contains mm -hmm. to that area and so we'll heed your warning boars and uh make sure that we are not burning anything in addition so just do a little dig around the edge thank you for your consideration Absolutely. Maybe if it's corroding the metal, the wall's weak enough that we can, like, punch through it or something. Dr. Toronto. Maybe we yes. can put this brown stuff on the wall to, like, corrode it. So, again, the wall is covered in that brown stuff. So, it's already on there. And it's um, still yeah, maybe, remaining maybe it's already, a wall. My yeah. bad. Maybe so, it would be, like, we punch through it or something. And you still don't even know what the wall's technically made of it's just like this big carpet of whatever mm -hmm. um but dr toronto you're towards the back of the the truck near where the tank is <laughs> mm -hmm. you notice uh something behind you oh no you notice a long giant wall not unlike the one that you are currently looking at is now behind you about 20 or 30 feet just at the edge of your vision and you see it just sort of extending out as far as you can see to the north and as far as you can see to the south. Oh, hey, uh, there's another wall behind us now, everyone, uh, which leads me to believe there's only one possible solution <laughs> to getting through these walls. Uh, the wall Wait. that's in front of us, I'm just going to walk through it. Okay. <laughs> so, Dr. Toronto, you start walking forward. All of you watch as Dr. Toronto 
walks directly into this uh, this cushy brown fungus until much like Homer Simpson, except he's going in face first, he just kind of disappears into it. Meanwhile, Zatek, you have climbed up this tree a bit and you are sawing down uh, and through these kind of very thin but extremely sturdy uh coils that have been used to sort of connect the parachute and you hear above you and you can see that something is moving up there skittering and skittering and skittering and right as you hit the last of the of these little lines the body falls and right as that happens you see bursting down from the canopy above are a dozen small little feral Nephilim critters uh, that just start skittering and swarming down and overtaking you. Uh, we are going to treat this more like a minor combat issue. We're not going to do any kind of actual big combat, but you are being swarmed by this uh, this skittering hive. Uh, and so I will... I will say that there is the potential, much like a dangerous quick encounter, like we uh, some of us have played Suede, so uh, so it's very similar to that. Like there are just the potential danger to suffer from failed rolls, but everyone's going to kind of give me like, what are you doing in this particular case? So Zatek, uh, Maya, you've seen Doctor Toronto just walk into <laughs> the wall in front of you, uh, and Doctor Toronto, you are inside the wall and you feel stuff moving and wrapping around you here and there there's this terrible smell you are not being resisted like you're able to continue to push and push you're not stuck but you are in like a lot of it and it's just every couple of steps you take there's still more and then there's still more but eventually after a much longer amount of time you you probably thought it would have taken you to go through this you burst out onto the other side and you can see that all around you, there are these like walls, not unlike the ones you just see. Like you're in some kind of maze, it seems like. Could have been the farm that was described by Maya, but somehow redirected, shifting, moving, creating this kind of fungal maze. Uh, and then, Jita, you have in your arm, you have boars. When we suddenly hear Zatek kind of yelp uh, as he is now ah. being swarmed. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, Zatek, I'm going to start with you. You're the one who's immediately in the situation. What do you do? You're literally getting pecked and swarmed and bit. And, and they're small things like the size of maybe like a, a, a mouse. And there's like a, mm -hmm. you know, a dozen of them. And they're swarming over top of you. And you can feel them biting, clawing, and trying to like weasel their way into uh, into aspects of your suit. Uh, what do you want to do? Are they climbing down the They're coming down from the canopy above. Up? No, no, no. They're okay. climbing down the canopy, the, the 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 stalk itself, and over top of you. Okay. I want to jump from the um, tree that I've, like, climbed up or the fungus I've climbed up and grab, like, the cords that I cut and just be away from the surface that they're climbing on and then you start, swing? Like, batting them off of me. You want to, yeah. like, Indiana Jones swing with this kind of yeah. thing? I love it, man. That sounds amazing. Nice. Uh Give me a physical roll. Take plus two because that's an awesome description. Uh, All right. There, yeah, there is the danger for this to go bad. Maya, you hear Zatek ah. screaming. You look over. 
You see him trying to swing off of the trunk. You see he's being swarmed by all these little skitters. Maya, what do you want to do? I'm going to... Well... Do we want to resolve that? No, no, no. Keep going, because this is all happening simultaneously. So what are you doing, Maya? So Maya's going to yell to Gia. One of us has to go after Heart to you, and one of us has to go after (laughs) Zadnik. Which one do you want? (laughs) I think I should stay on this side. I don't know that I should take Boris through that. Okay. And then she charges in it after Hardy. <laughs> okay. And the same thing happens to you that happens to Hardy. Like, it's just a, an extraordinary long... And there's not like there's a hole left where he went through. It, like, it's immediately kind of stitched itself up. Uh, uh, it's almost like a, like a memory foam kind of situation. But eventually you do bust through. The two of you are on the other side, and you can see you're in some kind of... of Fungal maze. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm great. There were things touching me in there. Oh, it was so gross. You look at each other and you're both covered in that brown fungus, which is moving here and there. And you also see like these bioluminescent petals. They're kind of moving about on you as well. Almost like, like they're a bug. And you realize it's not just a petal but it's like one of those types of insects that actually looks like it's just a leaf and they're moving all over top of you. They're quite pretty, beautiful, bioluminescent, but you're covered in them. My uh, is trying frantically to get them <laughs> off. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so Maya and Dr. Toronto, you're just going to knock these things off of you? Is that all you're doing? No, I'm going to go back through. <laughs> I'm not on looking around. Maya bursts through and starts wiping herself off. And while you're wiping yourself off, Maya, you look up. Dr. T's gone again. God, Dr. T, same exact situation. It's just you go back through the other side. Uh, Jita, what are you doing? Uh, so Jita is wants to try to um, position herself so that she has a little bit of cover because she does want to uh, protect boars. Um, And then she would like to see if she can... um, So try to get a little bit of cover and then uh, try to take aim. Okay. Uh, We don't have to do, like, full combat rules. We're not doing, like, full combat rules. But if you just want to, like, shoot a gun or something at them, or shoot... Or not a gun. You have your special things. Like, so this is minor. So you're just just rolling a skill check. Like, that's like a a quick encounter in um, in Savitol. So that kind of deal. Okay, so I want to, uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm definitely looking to shoot. Uh, for you, I think that's a heavy, uh, isn't that heavy yep. arms? Okay. It is. So, gotta... so do you want to describe what you're doing first? Because if your description is really good, uh, then you might get a bonus. So, um um so um or a penalty her her attire <laughs> has a lot of sort of like robes and you know kind of different wraps and kind of different things like that um so she is baby bjorning this up with boars kind of with the wraps um so that he so that they are kind of behind her so that she can kind of be shooting in this direction and if anything kind of comes back that it wouldn't kind of get um get them kind of behind her so that's kind of what she's doing to get cover for him for them and then she's gonna um you'll see her kind of adjust a a little bit and kind of 
close her eyes for a second. Um, and she kind of has all of these um, twisted wire like jewelry and different things like that. And so you just see this kind of um, beam come out towards um, Zatek. So let me know if I've got any additional bonuses with that. If All right. got him back, why are you shooting him? I will say <laughs> if you're you're firing, not at Zatek, but you're firing at the swarm coming down, correct? Yes. <laughs> or are yes, you trying to correct. hit Zatek? Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> so go, right ahead, go roll heavy Mixed arms. rope. <laughs> the baby Bjorn stuff had me. Go take a plus two as you fire up in the direction of Zatek. Again, we're not doing, this is not tactical. This is this is more cinematic. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, so that's a 17. Okay, so bursting out from behind, like where you're sort of shooting out from behind cover behind the, the truck, just fire these beams in the direction of Zatek. Zatek, you can see as you swing, because you were successful as well, you swing away mm-hmm. and then you clear the, the trunk. Do you let go at that point and like land a ways away? Um, yeah, I'll try and like grab onto the next trunk, like... You want to try to hop onto the other one? Okay. So yeah. we'll say you swing, you let go, you leap through the air, and you like grasp onto one of the trunks. You look over your shoulder, and you can see that the trunk that you were just on is kind of being lit up with these colorful beams. You look over towards the truck, and there's Jita firing away from behind the truck. Uh, however, Zatek, as you have grabbed onto another trunk, you do in fact hear skittering above you. Uh, and you can start to see more of those creatures on this other trunk coming down from below the canopy down towards your direct in your direction. Uh, okay. So let's do another round. So Zatek, you are on a different trunk this time. Maya, mm-hmm. you are alone on in the maze. Uh, Doctor Toronto, you have returned, and Jita, you are with some sort of cover behind the truck, firing your your beams up into the trees where Zatek is kind of fleeing. Uh, Zatek, we'll start with you. What do you want to do? Yeah, I'll um, I'll like slide down, down to the ground, and uh, run past that body I cut down and drag it behind me. And just get back into okay. the canopy. Just another physical. It sounds like Maya. You're on yeah. the other side of the maze. You look up. Doctor Torrento is gone. There is a pile of fungus and bioluminescent moving insectoids uh, on the ground in front of you. Those what would else be. Is- on, on the side. You can see that there's a maze, and I would say you also notice that the tall stalk, the trees, uh, don't seem to be here anymore. You have open sky, uh, and you actually can see in the distance, if you look really closely, there are a couple like little bumps here and there where you think might be like old buildings that are since been overtaken. You think you're basically at the edge of the coastal city or close enough. Uh, like you're probably you, within maybe like half a mile. Coming- through the thing, did I did I get the sense that we could potentially bring the car through with? Yep. Yeah. yeah so, you certainly okay. could. Yeah. Then then I'm gonna head back. Okay. So you just that, no roll necessary. That's the plan. <laughs> you just get covered once more with this this corrosive stuff. God damn it, um, RD. <laughs> uh, and well, this stuff's like eating through metal, though, right? It is. Uh, it is indeed. Oh, no. Dr. Oh, Toronto, no. uh, yep. you you see beams being fired from Jita. You see Zatek leaping from trunk to trunk and now running, dragging a body with him. What do you want to do, Toronto? I, I don't see how any of that's helpful to our current situation. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and start putting the fuel back in the vehicle. 
<laughs> I wondered if that was going to be what you were going to do. <laughs> okay, you start putting the. No problem. Time to go. Uh, no problem. Done. And then, Jita, what do you do? Uh, she's going to continue to provide covering fire to Zatak, who's like running back in this direction. Uh, she okay. wants to try to see if she can like knock over kind of one of the kind of plant stalks that these things are on and see if she can kind of use the environment to kind of like knock them over and maybe the kind of the falling of the plant might uh, injure You want to knock one of the tree stalks down, right? Okay. Yeah. After right. Zatak has for the swung ones. away from it. Uh, give us another heavy arms roll. Uh, and let us know how you do. Oh, gracious. Uh, no. It's a five, a one, and a one. Uh, that's not going to do it. You have grit. You have grit. Yes, if you yeah, spend I'm it. definitely going to spend uh, one of my grit to reroll. I just burnt all of mine to pass. Did you? So you did yeah. pass. Okay, you get the yeah. body. 14. Bleak. Uh, okay, so I'll say you're not able with a 14. Like it's not extraordinary, uh, but it's enough to maybe take a like a branch off, like a like a like a tree bough off, and you kind of slice through it. Comes falling down to the ground. Uh, maybe a few of the creatures get stuck underneath it, but you also notice that as this big branch falls, a couple more fall as well. It kind of like starts to break apart the way you know a mushroom would. And you see one of them falls on top of that that fungal wall and just kind of rips it down. Uh, and you can see, like, there's kind of like a, a gap now. Um, Zatek, you managed to get away without taking any uh, specific harm. Um, you do have the body with you. You look back. You can see on the ground there are a few of the skittering, those, like, mouse-sized skitter hive things. On the ground, mm -hmm. having been scorched by whatever the ray was that Jita sent out. Uh, I'll say at this point, the immediate danger has passed. You do seem to have gotten back. Dr. Toronto, you can put the gas back in, no problem. Yep. Zatek, you have a body with you as well. Sweet. What's on it? Okay. Uh, so if you start going through it, you notice a few things. First, you notice that inside there is no person, but rather stalks of fungus that seem to have mimicked the form uh, of, a, of a human in some way. Uh, you notice, too, that the jacket is sort of the same and the helmet is sort of the same. Everything seems to just be this perfectly mimicked from color and shape and size uh, of whatever this might be, with one exception, uh, which in itself is probably an interesting find. Like, you could probably take that back as a trade good, just like this, like, mimic fungus, basically. Um, you do, you do find like one kind of interesting thing, uh, at the very, very center. And it's like these, not, not at like the center of the, um, of the, the headpiece is that there's a set of glasses, these like multi-lens, like sunglasses, almost these, uh, these, like this array of lenses, one on top of the other, that seems to be real. Hmm. Everything else though seems to be fungal. Does that yeah. put them on what they seem to do? You make uh, like it looks like the, like a magnification kind of deal. Maybe it's they're really grimy and like they they're not the cleanest mm. to look through. But definitely as a as a as a trade good, uh, you can basically mark that. So okay, okay. Yeah, cool. 
Sweet. That between that and like the 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 body itself, essentially, if you you want to take that with you. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll load them both in the back of our truck. Doctor Toronto uh, has finished doc- fueling yep. the. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, I mean, it's it's just a straight drive through that wall. I don't think we want to drive this through the wall because it seems to be eating metal, and I think our car's made out of metal. I mean, what's uh, our alternative? Um, we, well, we could use so, one of those things to make a hole. Could you see see when I shot it, and then when it fell, it like made a hole. So we use that to make a hole, and then we drive through. But there's it, there's a lot of walls on the other side, like it's like a maze. Oh, yeah, like complicated, like lots of left turns. We do need to get to the other side though, because it looks like the farming town is on the other side, which means where we actually need to end up is past that. Hmm. We just what happens when your hand beams shoot the wall? Can you like cut out? Uh, the wall or something? I like your thinking, and Jita will turn towards the wall and see what happens when she shoots her uh, rainbow blaster towards the wall. It takes a little time, but you you think you can cut through it this way? Sure. Good Maybe idea. And so she's yeah. making a little archway for the truck to I go through. I will help with my acid spray gun. Okay. Why don't the two of you ride on the hood and I'll slowly drive us through as you're cutting. <laughs> okay. You, Actually, you have really to take cool. care of fun. boars. That would you be have to take really care of cool. boars. Don't leave me with that one. I'll take care of them. Are, are you sure? Boars. Thank you. Yeah. Does that take you put a little thing in your ear? Hello, to eat him. I am a fungus. Oh, hello. <laughs> We're probably a little more alike than anyone else here. Hi, Akul. It is a pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Uh, where do you want to go? Oh, well, I'm going on an adventure with you all. This has been very exciting. <laughs> I'll just climb in the back with them. Um, <laughs> and then I'm going to hold this like mimic fungus body up near him. Be like, mm. is this familiar? Do you know anything about this? Oh, yes. I have heard of these. Oh, excuse me. He should be saying we. We have heard of these. Yes. There are very intricate, creative fungi that are capable of mimicking almost anything from. Organics to inorganics. Is How this did the thing you're to... after? No. Okay. No, no. You're after you're after uh, blackness, which is a medical. Fun. Okay. It's got a Water. medical. Weapon. Yes. Yeah. Did it like eat a person to know to mimic them, or did it just decide to latch onto well, this parachute? That is an excellent question, my bacterial friend. Yes, they more than likely consumed a significant portion of this creature so as to better mimic its form and cellular structures. Hmm. 
As far as I understand it, this is somewhat similar to how the Zhao craft their internal organs. Oh. I like it. It is not in and of itself a, a bad fungus, but they can be very tricksy. I'll make sure. Do we have like a tarp or anything in the back for you to like throw it in? I don't know. You're the ones who went shopping. <laughs> can we say we have a tarp? Uh, sure. You can say you have yeah. a tarp. I'll wrap this thing. Okay. We will say over the course of a couple hours of you guys having Maya and Jada uh, on the hood in Toronto, slow driving, you can essentially mow down and, and cut through this maze with without a whole lot of difficulty. It takes a little time because it's not like immediate like things burst into flames, but it takes a little time. Eventually, though, we'll say you you make it to what definitely looks like the interior of that abandoned settlement and the coast just in time to see the sun effectively rise uh, as like it is now dawn. That's how long it's been between the drive and between this incident. And you can see all around you there are are clearly my uh, uh, former synth steel buildings that have been uh, overrun or in various stages of decay, dormitories, warehouses, entertainment venues, things like that. Um, there's, you can, you, for some reason, the walls that had been used for the farming kind of started to reshape and move themselves around, or maybe they just kind of created this like stitching between them or whatever it might be kind of created this, this sort of maze like, uh, situation. You also notice on the coast, there are very long docks that extend away uh, from the coast itself, you can see there are these, uh, likely it's, they're very heavy duty industrial. You can even see that there are old like water barges that are like half sticking up out of the water as if they have been sunk or intentionally sunken or just left behind. So there's all sorts of like debris and rubble and ruin. Uh, but there isn't a surface that you can see with the exception of the water itself that is not kind of covered with some semblance of this kind of red brown fungus uh this is the type of place where if you wanted to explore and try to get you know discover some extra things some extra loots and stuff you're more than welcome to uh it would take some time to do so but you're welcome to give it a try if you like um no sure uh if we do that though um I'll stay back at the vehicle and make sure none of this fungus like grows into it and starts eroding our stuff. Okay. Seems to be moving uh, a lot. I'll say this, that if you, if you have somebody keeping an eye out on your own stuff, you'll be able to keep it away. And there are times where you see like this creeping, crawling brown fungal growth along, along the earth that seems to try to climb up your wheel, you know, like the wheel beds and everything. Uh, but you're able to to sort of shoot away um, without a whole lot of trouble. So now that the now that the light is out, you can actually see it much easier. Uh, you notice that your vehicle is not without trouble. The you got the new truck it doesn't look as new anymore. As you can see, somewhere along the undercarriage and the bottom of the truck here and there, there's definitely been signs of corrosion. Uh, are the rest of you exploring and looking for things? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, go ahead and just give me a roll for what, you know, uh, whatever it is you're like looking for. Let's think about those terms. Like if you're looking for salvage, uh, like what kind of salvage you're looking for. So if you're looking for like old, like medical equipment, you could do like biotech. If you're looking for something like old, technical salvage you can do like an electronics or computers or if you're looking for something that might be more like um uh more valuable from on a social level you could do like culture check so it's more just like knowing where to look for stuff as opposed to like actively it's not hide and seek it's more just having the knowledge of where to look so just tell me what you roll and uh, I'll go from there i would want to be looking for your old sort of medical information long-term effects of spore exposure to okay fleshy beans stuff like that <laughs> fleshy beings okay go ahead yeah. and um go ahead and you can do a biotech or a medicine whichever you prefer and we'll go biotech uh jita gonna... uh what would you be doing computers looking for computers? more yeah okay go ahead and roll a computers check and then maya what would you be looking for uh, you, uh, actually got my mind turning for culture. Uh, no, perfect. More socially oriented for these abandoned ones. Okay. Uh, everybody, so oh, the three of you go ahead and rip time. those rolls. Zachek is giving you all cover. Uh, so you can rip those rolls if you want. I want to do my free philosophy roll. Uh, sure. While I'm the thing too. You're, you and just Boris just just talking and just talking out talking philosophy. Oh yeah. Uh, yep. Okay. I must seventeen. My room. <laughs> seventeen for Doctor Toronto. Uh, yep. Okay, so you said you're you're looking for something medical. Medical data. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you do know that there is a building in here that likely was a kind of a medical um, infirmary. And while it has been overrun uh, and it has been significantly corroded, you you are able to get inside. Uh, in terms of data, uh, there are probably you could probably find some. You could probably pull some some drives effectively from this old. Like you can see, there's certainly old terminals here that you can pull from. It would take some time to sift through it, uh, but you can you can certainly as a trade good add to your uh, to your pack like medical drives uh and that's something you can add Good. uh jita how did you do well exactly after 12. spending a grit to reroll uh okay so you you're looking more for like computers and tech and that kind of stuff um yep okay um there's certainly com- computer terminals here similar to what toronto had most of them don't seem to be functional though you can certainly rip the innards out uh and find what's salvageable within them uh so like it's essentially like you're breaking down a computer and taking like a couple of the parts inside that are still working and some of them aren't uh because they've been corroded uh so you could essentially just take a bunch of like computer terminal salvage put that down uh maya uh how did you do on your cultural row uh, just a 12, but with one six. Okay. You, I would say you're probably able to find a building that kind of serves as a bar slash kind of entertainment venue. Um, you still see that there is a, a 
partially functional um, VR game system in here. Uh, so it's like this this very large terminal in the center. Uh, and then there's a series of these visual interface crowns that people would put over top of their head and they're able uh, to kind of essentially throw their image into this this sort of terminal play field. Uh, so you can go ahead and loot basically all of those crowns. So you can put that down as a, as a trade good as well. Nice. So effectively, all of you have trade goods. Trade goods is one of the ways you get stuff in this game. Eventually, you trade those in for resources and things like that. And that's how you get the ability to get new gear, upgrade your gear, buy new gear, other things as well. So that's essentially what you're doing. So cool, uh, just cool. to do a little bit of housekeeping, um, sure. the sin steel crates that we picked up earlier, those were two trade units. Yeah, and you can take this those as well. is yeah. one. Uh, you can take each of you can take two. Uh, so you can essentially take two trade goods of whatever it is I told you you could find. Now, trade goods normally would take up equipment slots, but you still have your truck and that has like cargo slots. So you actually can put the stuff in there without an issue. Um, had you guys been on foot, this would have been more of a, a bit of a situation, but here you can just load it up on a truck. Sweet. And so I wanted to drive a truck so that we could see what we could see along the way. Okay. Um, now, as you're sitting there, Zatek, you're having a philosophical mm -hmm. discussion with, uh, oh, yeah. with Boars. How'd you do? Uh, we got a 17. Okay. Uh, I figured it would be a nice. bio because it could be anything for the research. So I figured it'd be biotech. Like he's curious about cell biology mm -hmm. stuff. I'm curious about him and all the fungal stuff. So you guys are just talking. It's just just a, a, a fungus and a bacterium just sitting there chatting away. Uh, and, and, and this whole process of them searching and salvaging various things is probably taking like an hour or two or something like that. And you're sitting there. You're probably park the the truck somewhat close to the shore because the the closer to the shore you get, it seems that's where a lot of that brown red fungus is is kind yeah. of veering away from. Zatek, you remember from the debrief packet that you got that there were uh, there were some dangers that were referenced, not here specifically, but in the territory that you're going to find your friend kill. Um, one of those was the potential for pirates, which has been mentioned a few times. Uh, the other was gargantuan amphibious feral Nephilim. And as you're sitting there having this wonderful conversation uh, with your new pal, Bors, uh, you, you kind of feel him start to tremor a little bit. Danger. Danger. And you look out and there are these there are these waves that seem to be inconsistent with the way the tide is coming in. And you see there's these massive dark spots in the water. And you see kind of emerging from that water, climbing up onto the docks, almost basking in some way, is a 15 to 20 foot tall, feral, amphibious Nephilim. That as it gets out, kind of shakes itself loose. You hear it just go with almost like a like a Tyrannosaurus-like screech, and you see all sorts of fluid and debris come come hurling out to it, like it's clearing its throat. All of you can hear that as it begins to like cascade around. 
any of you that are by some of this fungus, you watch as that brown red fungus is literally starting to back and creep away. And we'll end right there for tonight and we'll pick up next time around with hopefully Jeremy. But you guys haven't found him yet, so we probably should just stay away. <laughs> <laughs> probably should just stay away. We right. have to Jeremy's fight this thing and then found. open its belly and he was eaten. And that's what we gotta do. Funny story. <laughs> He's actually back in town. He was just went on a bender. He shacked up with some random, random bar pickup. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. He actually never went. That's why it went never uh, poorly. Everyone just got him confused with a different Legion. Like, there's a little bit of racism going on there. They all just kind of look the same, apparently. So rude. Oh, goodness. There actually was talking about Phil. Not kill. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why you're like so confused. I specifically said Phil. So <laughs> I could have said something sooner. Oh, God. Uh, oh, all right. Boars. Boars. Okay. Fan yes. favorite boars. <laughs> yeah. Just wait until he turns out to be the big bad. And he just. Don't you dare. So many threats in chat if anyone that does any <laughs> brings any harm to boars. Nice. <laughs> it's very fun to speak in this voice. It's really nice. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, <laughs> so all right, fun. let's uh let's do some closing plugs and we get on out of here. Joe or Chuck or both of you together. What's going on with you? Okay. Uh Chuck, you do all schedule and I'll do the last bit. Oh, uh, yes. Tuesdays and Thursdays on our YouTube, you can catch my Trey and I playing very horny goblins <laughs> in our Pathfinder 2 campaign. Uh, Wednesday on our Twitch, I am running Dungeon Crawl Classics, our Night Below campaign. Uh, Joe will talk about Friday. Saturday, just a little different over on Goodman Games Official, their Twitch. Uh, there is, uh, Oh, I forget what that thing's called. It's a uh, auction. That's the word uh, to help support Reed, uh, creator of America. So 8 p.m. Central. No, 8 p.m. Eastern over on Goodman Games Official. Perfect. So and then, Joe, yeah. what's Friday? Yeah, on Friday, uh, normally it would be the Anvia campaign, um, the game system I'm making. But instead, it's a different game system I'm making, uh, which is based off of SCP, doing a little Halloween-themed thing, um, doing like a two-part adventure. We did the first half last Friday, and we'll be finishing up this Friday as the everyone's going on this adventure into this big secret government facility and about halfway through it. Fantastic. Uh, my Trey, where can we find you on the internet? I am mind to plays games on YouTube. Uh, if you want to check me out when I'm not forcing my friendship on everybody here, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the classic Canadian passive aggressiveness, you know, <laughs> it really is. It really is. Chuck and I talk about it all the time. Like, I just oh, we do, I don't know how to say no. Like, <laughs> I tried such once an ass, you thought I said but in yes. such a friendly way. <laughs> and when and when the when the requests come with such stellar role playing, I mean sure. it's just insidious. It's just insidious. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just happy I got to bring out my Killer Z and Lady <laughs> J today. Like, that's really yeah. all I wanted. <laughs> What's your nickname for Jeremy's character? Is it, is kill, it just, just Dad? Kill. Kill no, is, okay. Oh, my God. Not, oh, you know geez. what? I was so close to it actually being stepdad. Oh, my gosh. Or, <laughs> the or fun, it's so fun. Me. Playing without Jeremy's character for two sessions because we can establish all these concepts about Jeremy's character that he has to accept. Because yes, and and if he really didn't want them to be, he should have been here. I'm just saying, you know. Anyhow, uh, let's see. As for us, what do we got going on this week? Tomorrow night over, uh, well, right here, actually. Uh, tomorrow night, we're going to be playing some uh, Marvel multiverse role-playing games. Steven is running that. Melissa and I are playing it. It's an X-Men-themed campaign. We are we are stuck not in the uh, Professor Xavier's school, but we are stuck in the Stryker Institute, which is the exact same grounds as what was supposed to be the Xavier Xavier Institute. So what's going on? I don't know. I really don't because my my character is kind of a dummy. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Thursday, Werewolf the Apocalypse, uh, where we uh, we are investigating a strange uh, strange mystery and uh, also uh, flirting with Burger King managers. It's really fun. Uh, you should. Yeah. Gotta get those uh, uh, whoppers one way or the other. <laughs> Dude, it was the weirdest episode where I'm just sitting there flirting with so Aaron. So much fun. Uh, as, a, as a middle-aged, like, uh, as a middle-aged uh, Burger King manager flirting with, like, the 20-something-year-old beautiful, like, Aaron's character. It's so funny. <laughs> Um, and getting the whopper is not a euphemism, weirdly no, enough. No, no. <laughs> uh, let's see. Friday and Saturday, I'm not really sure, as we are actually missing a couple of our players this week, as uh, Stephen uh, and Ashley are both going to be out for at least Friday. I think they're also out Saturday. So either we're doing something random and impromptu, or we're doing nothing. Uh, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Other than that, hope all of you enjoyed it. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for those of you who threw out some bits and some subs earlier. If you haven't already followed uh, all these channels over on YouTube, please do so. Uh, and if you haven't uh, followed here on Twitch, do that as well. We're going to go ahead and raid our friends over at Lost Caravan RPG. Uh, or maybe we're not. I'm not sure. Uh, let me see. Maybe I lied. Weird things are happening on Twitch when I click on it. So maybe oh I shouldn't gosh. do that. I'm going to go ahead and raid Blackwater D&D. Maybe they finished their stream. There we go. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Goodbye.